Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I don't think over the past 25 to 30 years, you can pick a more pathetic franchise, a more pathetic excuse of a team than the Pittsburgh Pirates. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the dugout. Uh, we are here today again with some more baseball content. Drew is rocking an NBA jersey, an NBA t-shirt. I am rocking a college sweatshirt, but you know we're all about that baseball content. I am Cardinals fanatic AJ Caldwell. That is Drew, is Yankees Rider Die guy, Drew Zagrosi. The Yankees Rider Die guy, Drew Zagrosi. How are we doing over there, Drew? We're doing, you know, World Series baseball. Baseball's done, so... It's over. We'll be talking about some random things now. We'll see. Get into some random stuff. We're going to be getting our feelings each and every week, as you guys know. But yeah, baseball season's over, which means we get to debate. We get to do whatever we want now until baseball starts again in February or March or whenever the heck it is. So let's get right back into it. As always, we are going to start with a historical moment in Drew and I's lifetime. If we could go back or if we could presently experience it. You guys have already heard us talk about who you want to strike out. You've already heard us talk about who you want to hit a bomb off of. Now we're going to mend the two together, Drew. Who would you, I'll tee you up first. Who would you want to storm the mound on if you got plunked, if there was one high and tight, you can take whatever direction you want. Either you got hit by the pitch, it was either high and tight and you didn't like it. Who are you just dropping the bat and let's let's do this thing, Let's let's duke this out. So I picked uh, Craig Kimbrell, okay? Okay. Yep. I, I can't stand. I can't stand the wind up he does. And if he hit me doing that, I don't. I don't know. I'd. I'd just. I'd charge the mound. He always killed the. He always killed the Yankees when he was on the Red Sox. So that's. I love uh, it. Yeah, that's my pick. I love it. So like when he does when he does his wind up, just walk me through the scenario. Like if he does his, he does his thing. Like what? Like I don't know. He, do he like he does the arm thing, and if I don't know, he's just. I, I can't stand the windup, man. It's just hate it. So you you would charge it's him unneeded. Just I feel like it's unneeded. Like he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do that. <laughs> so if someone asks you later, like a reporter asks you, you would just tell him like I didn't like the way he was standing. Yeah, and because he was a Red Sox, <laughs> Red Sox too. Man oh, he's a Red prime Sox. In the, the Red Sox, and if you would call that a prime, but um, <laughs> yeah. We're not even a minute in. Drew's already coming for people's kneecaps. Um, yep. I'm going to go with a guy that I think everyone wants a piece of, though they probably wouldn't be able to take. Give me Amir Garrett, bro. Amir yeah. Garrett has been taking on everybody at least once a year. You remember the infamous thing? He he stormed the after the Pirates dug out. He started chirping at him first, and then he basically says, come on, and takes on the entire Pittsburgh Pirates organization, which we'll get to that in just a moment. But... Amir Garrett, bro, like he tries to swing on people. And I, I don't think I'd win that fight. But if we're doing Probably. a hypothetical scenario, bro, I'm a baseball player. I'm I'm jacked. Like Yeah. Hundred percent. I'm, I'm 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 hyped up, bro. Like I'm adrenaline rush. Like I might even do the Bryce Harper thing where I throw my helmet and instead of it slipping out of my hand, I just drill him right between his eyes, dude. Like <laughs> you just have to. Can you imagine? Can you imagine but yeah, Amir Garrett would be fun to uh to storm the mound on. He's uh oh bro, he's he's so annoying. Like yeah, he's gotta be one of the most hated. Oh, Has easily. It's like it's like the Vontez Burfick. Remember Vontez Burfick from the Cincinnati Bengals? How he would mm-hmm. just like go ham on people and get like fifteen yard penalty after fifteen yard penalty. That's like Amir Garrett. So get, let me let me get a piece of him. So there you yeah. go. Craig Kimbrough and Amir Garrett. Let's let's uh let's let's line that up and, and knock them down. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, moving on. Uh we are gonna be doing the top five Padres of all time. So uh this week we're gonna have uh, AJ start with five and he'll give the number one spot. So who do you have? Number five, number five, San Diego Padres just made the NLCS. It's they're on people's minds. They haven't been around a long time. People, people forget that they, they've been around. They've been around a while, but they haven't been around as, as long as some other franchises. 
Uh, so you got to go, you know, way back in the history books for some of this stuff. But at number yeah. five, I might shock some people with this. At number five, give me Manny Machado. Okay. I'm putting Manny Machado at five. Now people are going to get up in arms, but let me just tell you in one or two sentences, Manny Machado has been phenomenal. San Diego Padres. It's been an NL MVP conversation almost every year. And he's been there long enough where I think he should be part of their franchise history. Um, if we're going to talk about LeBron and the Lakers, we should talk about Manny Machado on the, on the Padres. Uh, signed a 10-year deal. He's going to be there a while. I think he deserves to be on this list. Number five. Yeah, my opinion. That's a future Hall of Famer right there. There you go. So, Yep. All righty. Love it. Number four. Let's see. <sighs> I, took I did have to do some research as well. So <laughs> number four, I'm going to put... Um, Ken committed. Ken, I don't even know how to say this name. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. Doing, bro? We're just making Ken, up random Caminity. things. Now? Ken Caminity. All right. Okay. Career high batting average of 326 with 40 home runs and 130 RBIs. My All right, bad. and that is that's currently still the Padres single season RBI record. So I feel like that's a good spot to put him in number four. My bad, bro. Wow, I did not yeah. realize that. Yeah. Um, okay. Makes it a little bit more dicey now. Uh, for the record, I do not have Fernando Tatis Jr. He's on, he's on, he's on my list, but I can't put him in the top five. He's kind of a what if career, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't play well in his next, in the 2023 and 2024, might be the biggest what if story in MLB history. But, um, so because of that, at number three, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go with Dave Winfield. I'm going to go Dave Winfield. He actually spent, I was just talking to my Padres buddy about this recently. He spent the first part of his career, I think it was 10 to 12 years or whatever, with the Padres. Um, And he obviously had a great career. Uh, I think he was a two-sport athlete as well. Got drafted in the NFL um, and drafted in the MLB, decided to play baseball instead. So he's a... He's a dude, man. Like he's <laughs> he's got that Bo Jackson type of level of, of talent. So um, yeah. give me Dave Winfield, more famously known, I think, for his Red Sox days, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's on the Red Sox for a while, but play on the Padres, getting part of his career. Give me him number three. Okay. Well, I think number two, I'm going to put Gary Templeton. All right. Uh, served as the Padres captain for four years, played 10 years with the team, and has a total of a 1,335 hits. What's wrong? Why, why are you standing you said, up? You said you said who? Gary Templeton. <sighs> wow. Who was on your mind? Who was on your mind? Gary Templeton. Yes. Drew, does the name Trevor Hoffman mean anything to you? Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Drew, do you, do you know what Trevor Hoffman has that Marno Rivera does not? The uh, something with the saves, right? The most saves in MLB history. Yeah. And you put you put some guy with a thousand RBIs over him. Mm-hmm. All right, bro. <laughs> that is, That's what that we're doing. Is, yeah. <laughs> Folks, you, you knew that Drew and I were going to, it was only a matter of time. Last week, we kind of started chirping a little bit. This is, I think we're about to open a can of worms here soon. Gary Templeton over Trevor yeah. Hoffman? I couldn't put him at three, bro. I couldn't put him at three. Is Trevor Hoffman on your list? Yeah, he was. Okay. <laughs> Dang it. I was hoping you were going to say no, and then I could just. Uh, well, of course. At number one. One of the best hitters of all time. One of the, if you look at him as a baseball player, he was not, you know, physically uh, someone that you would marvel at as this King Griffey Jr., this Mike Trout or, or whatnot. But Tony Gwynn, one of the best pure hitters in MLB history. Uh, he hit 300 more times than people have stolen bases sometimes in a game. <laughs> I mean, in, in entire seasons, he hit 300. Um, an unbelievable player. Unfortunately, played for the Padres, which didn't have a lot of success. Um, but Tony Gwynn deserves to be on any, hear me, on any MLB list. Forget Padres, forget, you know, National League, on any MLB list. If you're doing top 10 hitters of all time, if Tony Gwynn's not in your top five, you're about as crazy as Drew saying Gary Templeton. All right. So 
Tony, Tony Gwynn deserves to be on any list, but especially number one, right above Trevor Hoffman, right, Drew? Yeah, we'll we'll say that. <laughs> what if I what if I put Tony Gwynn at uh the number two spot? What would you do? And who who'd be at number one, Drew? I don't know. That would be that would be up to you, man. That would be up to if you. If you had said Tony Gwynn at two, I would have lost my mind even what, more. What if I put him at three? What if I put <laughs> Drew, if he's a top five hitter of all time and you put him at number oh, yeah. three in franchise history of the Padres, who have not been good at all. I'm dying. I'm dying to know what Kim Committee and Gary Templeton have to say about that. Nothing. They got nothing to say about that, Drew. I guess not. What in the world? Gary Templeton, bro. (laughs) Golly. All right. You know what time it is. It's our it's our favorite time of the show. My favorite time of the show. We're we're gonna be uh, rolling out one of Drew's own personal segments that he can. uh, he can grow up as his child here soon. But my my baby on this podcast is the collapse segment. Um, we have attacked so many different franchises. And if you're wondering, no, we will never talk about the St. Louis Cardinals or the New York Yankees in this segment. Why? Because they're not a collapsing organization. They have the two most world champ two two most world championships in MLB history. So keep dreaming, if you're wondering that. Um, today. Drew, I might love this one more than the Cubs. We talk yeah. about the collapse of the Cubs, um, and they, it has been catastrophic because they were the lovable losers. They won in 2016, and it was almost like 2016 was a was a snap of a finger, or you know, like one of those movies where it's like a blast from the past because um, they've never been seen from again. You know, it was even worse, and this might be in North American sports. I did a video for Clutch Points about this in North American sports. So we'll throw. Canada, Mexico, South America, whoever you want to throw in, Drew. There might not be a worse franchise than the Pittsburgh Pirates. There might not be. Um, when we do this collapse segment, you tend to hear me say, like, man, this has been one of the worst franchises in recent memory. We're talking about baseball, okay? When we talk about the Pittsburgh Pirates, we have to talk about the history of humanity at this point. Because I don't think, and I would love to see people get in the comments about this. I don't think over the past 25 to 30 years, you can pick a more pathetic franchise, a more pathetic excuse of a team than the Pittsburgh Pirates. Let me explain. The Pittsburgh Pirates, I'm not even going to use the same words because they don't deserve the same words as these other teams, Drew. Oh, they've been awful or they've been bad. The Pittsburgh Pirates are sewage, bro. They're legit sewage, okay? Think about Pittsburgh as well as a city, right? People think about, oh, downtown Pittsburgh, Steel City, man, the Pirates, terrible towel, or the the Steelers, terrible towel. Think about the slums of Pittsburgh, and those people have it better than PNC Park. Think about the the, the poorest of the poor in Pittsburgh, right? Think about those who who might even be homeless in Pittsburgh. They have it better than the Pittsburgh Pirates. (laughs) They're they're owner, Drew. I don't even remember his name at this point. And it's probably better that I don't remember his name because even saying his name will just give me this regurgitative feeling. Their, their man, their, their owner has been recycling managers and players and all this different stuff in what you would hope to be the result of a great franchise, right? Bro, he does that because it's fun. He does it because he enjoys it. You see pictures of this guy. He's wearing, he wears glasses and, he kind of, there's, there's shots of him talking with ownership. And what is he talking about? Like, I'm dying to know. I'm dying to know what, what those conversations are like. Because the Pittsburgh Pirates over the last 10 years, let me just give you some records. From 2012 until where we are in 2022, they've had 83 losses. Then Drew, guess what? Guess what? Here, here's the silver lining. They made the playoffs three years in a row. <laughs> Bro, three years in a row. The Pirates made the playoffs. Three years in a row. Why do I bring that up? That was the collapse segment, AJ. They made the playoffs three years in a row. Because the their only three playoff appearances since 1990. Since 19... Drew. 1990. Like, how many times do I have to say that? They have made the playoffs three times since the 90s, bro. Think about Y2K. And when everyone was thinking about Y2K. Oh, the world's going to end. Oh, the world's going to end. The Pirates are bad 10 years before that. 
They were bad 10 years before that. Since those three playoff appearances, 83 losses, 87 losses, 79 losses, 93 losses, 41 losses, and my favorite, 101 and 100 back-to-back years. They lost 200 games. Drew, the Dodgers have won more games than the Pirates have lost in the last two years. That's how bad it is. The Dodgers have had historic seasons, and they've barely edged out the Pirates in, 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 in losses. Pittsburgh Pirates, again, you can't, they don't even deserve the awful, horrible garbage. They are legit sewage, bro. For anyone that's a Pirates fan, I am sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, I wish I could tell you right now, like, at least you have the Steelers, but you don't. Like, you're just, you're stuck. You're stuck. And maybe you should move. Maybe you should go somewhere. Like, I don't know what to tell you because, as you know, like, I love talking about this as a Cardinals fan. I don't know what, what you should do. I got nothing for you because the Pirates have made the playoffs three times since 1990. And in those years, they lost the NLCS three straight years. And 10 years before that, they won the World Series. So if you're a Pirates fan in 1993, you're like, I mean, we made the NLCS. Like, we're at least going to be good for a little bit. And then you have gone legitimately 20 years in between playoff appearances. Think what, what, the, what the Mariners just experienced. The Pirates have experienced that threefold. For their entire franchise history. And by the way, Brian Reynolds of the Pittsburgh Pirates might be their best player in the last 15 years. Yes, I said that. Because Andrew McCutcheon, as great as he was, had one great NL MVP season. He won the MVP in 2013, blah, 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 blah. And then wasn't really a centerpiece of the Pirates as a franchise player, right? And then Andrew McCutcheon has been shipped off other, other places. Bro, when Brian Reynolds is in the top 10 Pirates of all time, it's bad. It's awful. It's sewage. What, yeah. what prospects the Pirates got, Drew? None. No. no. So, I mean, it's, it's similar to the Angels, right? They never go out and get anyone. I think the biggest thing they've done in uh, however many years was the Cabrian uh, the Hayes deal. And, you know, we don't, we don't know what he's going to turn out to be. Um, I don't think anyone does, so... Yeah, I mean, similar to the Angels, in my opinion. I mean, hey, they have a nice ballpark. That's about it. Oh, my gosh, bro. It's about it. You know how much I hate their ballpark? You know how much I hate when we play in Pittsburgh? It's just, it's so revolting. Like, what a sad excuse of a team. Honestly, what a sad excuse of a team. Key Brian Hayes, like, Key Brian Hayes hurt his wrist the day he got his extension. Yeah. Like, that's just a Pirates franchise microcosm. I mean, how many years was that, dude? I think it was seven. Bro, no, it, it was, was a seven-year deal. Bro, it was it was a massive deal. That's what made it so, so funny. It was a massive deal. That's just the Pirates. Don't. don't he was the one that didn't. Uh, he hit the home run. He didn't touch home plate. Right. That was him. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. Oh, and we can't forget the play against the Cubs, where the guy hit the Javier Baez hit it to first instead of you know staying on first base and ending the inning. He yeah. got in. A, listen, listen carefully, ladies and gentlemen. He got in a pickle with the <laughs> Pirates first baseman. Between home plate and first. Let's let, let's listen again. A pickle in between home plate and first. That doesn't happen. That doesn't exist. <laughs> but he ran him back, and of course everybody was safe. Oh, and that guy, he got he got cut, released, and sent to Japan all in a matter of a week. That first baseman, bro. That's ridiculous. Oh, I love it. I love it. Don't you dare put the Angels in the same sentence as them, bro. It's just like the Angels. No, it's not. Nothing is like the Pittsburgh Pirates, bro. They're one of one in the worst way possible. You need to you you need to move us to the next segment, or I'm just gonna yeah, yeah. go we'll on for on. another we'll half hour, on. bro. They are we'll they are on. sewage, legit sewage. All right. Well, moving on. Last week we picked the uh, greatest outfielder of all time. Today, Barry. And AJ didn't really like my uh, my pick there. Not an outfielder. Well, today you, you agreed it wasn't an outfielder. We, I did, I did. Oh, but let's move on. Today we're going to be picking the all-time designated hitter. So AJ, I went first last time. Let's let's let let's let you go. Let's see what let's see okay. what it is. I had two names just in case I had to go second because I was worried you're going to pick this guy. Because I mean, oh, how yeah. can you not pick this guy if you're if you're a Yankees fan, Drew? You you have you have seen way too much of him in October baseball, in in all of the worst, the darkest moments, if you will. K-1. 
Can you pick anybody else? I mean, you have to, obviously, but can you pick anybody else but David Ortiz as the greatest designated hitter of all time? The man played first base for like the first four years of his Minnesota Twins career and then proceeded to be a Hall of Famer by being a hitter, right? You think about all these Hall of Famers that are great because they, you know, field and they hit. David Ortiz is a Hall of Famer with zero gold gloves. And because he hit bombs and hit clutch hit after clutch hit after clutch hit in October. The only reason Drew brings up the darkest moment last week is because of David Ortiz. <laughs> he won game. I'm sorry, Drew. He won game four. He won game five. He mashed the game six. Game seven. Like that was David Ortiz in a nutshell. And I know it too well as a Cardinals fan too. But how can you pick anybody else's David Ortiz? Let's find out, Drew. Well, um, yeah, that puts me in a weird spot because I did also pick David Ortiz, but. <laughs> I wanted to bring up the stats, kind of cool. Um, he yeah. spent 1,647 of his 1,905 career games at DH. So he was, he was there. Yeah, he was there for a pretty long time. And at uh, 37 years old, 37 years old, he was batting 309. That was his 2013 season. So yep. this man was never slowing down. So nope. I did also pick David Ortiz because, you know, I picked Barry Bonds last week, greatest outfielder of all time. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. But David Ortiz, crazy, never slowed down, Hall of Famer. Do you, ha- do you have another person or no? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I, w- I would have picked Barry Bonds, I guess, right? So Might as well, Drew. Might as well. Who was back, who's back your who, did you ha- who else did you have? The other person I have was Jim Tomey. Okay. Jim Tomey, I think, Solid. deserves to be in that DH conversation. Um, even... Uh, Edgar Martinez of the Mariners. Yep. Um, he was another great one. Um, yeah, 541 home runs for David Ortiz in his career. Crazy. 1,768 RBIs as a DH, bro. I mean, he he felt, he he defined what a designated hitter was. So, well, there you go. That may be the first time that we've uh, agreed on the same yeah. player in the in history. A while, of the yeah. Which I hate because I wanted to I wanted to you know duke it out, Drew. Um, you know, Amir Garrett style, you know, um, right. <laughs> okay. Got another fun segment that we're starting this week, uh, on the dugout as always, feel free to like, and subscribe, rate and review the podcast. Check out the shorts on TikTok, Instagram, as well as all MLB content at Clutch <clears throat> Points MLB. This week we're throwing in another segment and we're calling it hall of fame or not. Drew and I will each give each other two names. And we will then make a case or not make a case for that player's Hall of Fame status. Drew, I'll give you the first name. Wait, 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 wait. We're just picking one name, right? So we're going to tell each other one name and then say Hall of Fame or not based on that person? Sure. We can just do one. Whatever right. whatever, uh, whatever is great for you, bro. That's that, that's that's what I'm excited for to see. How many, how many names do you have on your list? Because I have four if you want to do all four. I have three. Just in all right, case we do three. Have, we'll, let's yeah. do three. Let's do three. Do three? Okay. Yeah. I don't know if you have the same ones as me, but let me tee we'll you up see. first. This is a fun one. This is the first guy's name popped in my head for some reason. Because I'm just so curious. Drew, Hall of Fame or not? Charlie Blackman. I'm going to say no. I'm going to okay. say no. Um, based in the Rockies organization, though, he's he could probably honestly be on the top five Rockies of all time if we ever did that. But um. Sure. Not a Hall of Famer, no. It's true. I would say okay. I would say no as well. That's a that was that was just a fun one because he's been a great hitter. He's he's got like right. third most leadoff home runs since 2013 or whatever. So he's been he's been great. All right. Well, I'm going to give you one of the bigger names, probably one of the biggest names in baseball, but it can be debatable. I feel like having one of the greatest seasons of all time, but he's very old. Started his career late as a rookie, but um. Aaron Judge, Hall of Fame or not. This was the first year that he had like a full healthy year. So it can be tricky. I'm coming from a Yankees fan. I, it can, I'm just... I mean, you, of course you just go straight for the jugular. Um, <laughs> Drew, I'm going to say no right now. Okay. I'm going to say no. Um, he obviously had the historic season. Um, but to uh, to your point about Garrett Cole, I think that was kind of baffling to me. I need to see more. Yeah. I need I need to see back to back years, not of sixty home runs. Good grief. Right. But 
I need to see back-to-back years of consistency. Like you said, he's been he's been struggling with injuries somewhat. Um, and I kind of want to see what happens with free agency. His career could either skyrocket or plummet. So if I say Hall of Fame now and the next year he goes to a different team, a.k.a. the New York Mets, or, uh, or another team and just drops off the map, then I'm going to look really stupid. So right now, because he's still kind of in his prime, I'm going to say no. Just a, just a side question. Do you think he can ever have that season again? Or anyone, anyone in the MLB? 62 home. See, now we're just opening the can of worms. Um, <laughs> yes. I'll say yes. Um, and that'll be, that might be, you might just tee this up for the segment next week. But um, yeah. we still need to debate the home run. Um, who's a real home run? Who, who's yeah, yeah. a real home run king? Um, yeah, Aaron Judge right now is not a Hall of Famer. Okay. <sighs> Oh, Drew, I love this one. I love this one even more than any of the other ones I've, I've teed you up for. Drew? <laughs> can't even get through. Is, <laughs> is, <laughs> is Jose Altuve a Hall of Famer? Mm. <laughs> oh, I knew he was going to deliberate. Drew, it's an instant yes for me. Instant. Really? Like, I don't even have to think about it. I'm going to say... I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. But do you think, I don't know, could the cheating stuff have something to do with that? Nope. You don't think nope. So? And here's no. why. I knew you were going to bring that up. I knew you were going to bring that up. Here's why. What is the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown? What, what do they call it? What do they the call it? The Hall of Fame. I don't know. Museum. Oh, yeah. They call it a Hall of Fame Museum, which means it's the history of baseball. It's not just baseball's greatest players. Therefore, just as Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame, another segment that we can put a pen in, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, all those guys from the cheating scandal should be in the Hall of Fame because they're a part of baseball history. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, basing it, ignoring that stuff, I mean, one of the shortest players in baseball and what he does, so. It's true. Yes. And so, yes. third most third most postseason home runs in MLB history. It's unbelievable. One of them doesn't technically count, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which which Drew will <laughs> die on that hill yeah, all day about that one. All right, <laughs> I I think you'll like this one. Hall of Fame or not, Nolan Arenado. Yes. Oh my gosh! Can we stop this? <laughs> Speaking of insane, yes, the man just won his tenth. Ladies and gentlemen, he since he has been a major league baseball player, he's won a Gold Glove every year. Ten years in the major leagues, ten Gold Gloves. Which means, technically, according to the gold glove terminology, since coming to the league, there hasn't been a better third baseman than Nolan Arenado. And I wish, Drew, that they would do just gold glove in general rather than NL and AL. Because I just want to, like, who won the AL gold glove? I don't even know his name. Jose Ramirez? Right. I mean, who won it? I don't know. I mean, they, haven't, they haven't announced it yet. But, Nolan, dude, I was wondering if you were going to do that one because that's an instant yes. I know. Instant. I want to hear you talk about it. Instant. And he's, and he's like, he's one of the best hitters in the majors since he's coming to the league as well. Um, whatever, how many home runs he's hit since 2015 is like top five in the majors. So since Nolan Arenado has stepped foot on a baseball diamond, he's been one of the best third baseman of all time. Yep. Forget about right now. Yeah. So you got um, one more? I got one Yeah, more. I do. One sec. All right. But uh, we got, I mean... He does deserve every gold glove, but we got a, the, the gold glove whole thing. It's just kind of becoming a joke. Like we brought up last episode, Juan Soto. I mean, it's true. But Juan Soto's a joke. Is, is Nolan Arenado a joke, Drew? Is that what you're no, playing? no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Man. Coming for the kidneys. Um, all right. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. So last person that I have for you, Hall of Fame or not. I'll just go, and then you can just ask me. Um, okay. Ronald Acuna Jr., Hall of Fame or not? Oh! That one's so yep. tough, bro. Yep. I got to say no. Not enough time's gone by yet. I think if, if I'm going to say no to... Um, who was the guy we were talking about? If I'm going to say no to Aaron Judge, I'd say no to Ronald Acuna. He was injured all of last year. And he was yeah. injured. So he he technically, he has a World Series ring, but he technically does not, right? Yeah. Because he didn't play the rest of that season. Um. So, and I know like we can debate 
whether or not World Series go into Hall of Fame status. I don't think they do as much as NFL and NBA, but I got to say no, bro. I, I, I can't put him there right now. Um, he's obviously one of the best. Um, but yeah, I can't. Juan Soto is interesting. Mm-hmm. Juan Soto is super interesting. I'm not even going to answer that one, but we might have to tee that one up for next week. But Ronald Acuna Jr. is is no. Yeah, I feel like if he played that 29 or the uh, World Series season, answer might have been different. But yeah. even I don't know. Even if he did play, I don't. It's still a little early. Yeah. All right. Here's my here's my right. last one. Let's hear it. Anthony Rizzo, Hall of Fame or not? Ooh. No. No. Really? I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't think he is. He gave the Chicago Cubs a World Championship. Correct, but. I don't know. You got to look at everything that was going around that season. Who did they play in the World Series? Uh, the Royals. It's really weird. Really weird season. They played the uh, the, in- the Indians or the Guardians. Was it the Indians? Yeah. Was was the Royals the year before then? Uh, the Royal they played the so the year before was Mets Royals because the Mets beat swept the Cubs in the NLCS. Okay. I don't know. I just don't see him as a Hall of Famer. And he, uh, I don't know. He could be on a different team this season too. It's true. I I could I could see him being a Hall of Famer, but I will I will agree with you and say that he's not. Um, I just feel like if you're a centerpiece of that Cubs team, you you have a case. But no, that yeah, it was really special. But I don't know. That's that's a part of history. It's not enough. It's not enough from him. That's I true. Like. I love him, but. It is what it is. So last week, we did a this or that series. AJ went through a few players, different questions, and asked me. So today, it's my turn, and I'm going to have some fun with this one. So let's do it. All righty. Knock yourself out. Okay. Walk off home run to win the game. Okay? To win the game. Who do you want want it to play? Alex Bregman or Manny Machado? Well, third base battling. That's a good question, Drew. Yeah. You know what? I need Breggy. Okay. Yeah. I need Alex Bregman. He's one of the most clutch hitters in the history of our game. Manny Machado is great. He also doesn't have a lot of big time moments. Um, obviously, this uh, 2022, he had some great hits but Bregman's been there man so you yeah. put him there again it's a wrap it's a wrap so give me Bregman okay better outfielder based on defense only okay Harrison Bader or Mookie Betts I knew there was gonna be a there's gonna be a homerism tied to this based on outfield only yeah based on yeah outfield only Bader, bro. Yeah. Bader. 100%. If we're only going outfield, I don't want anybody else. If there's a one, so if there's a one man outfield ever in baseball and I have to choose Mookie Betts or Harrison Bader, bro, it's a wrap. Give me Harrison Bader. The dude is just so good. He's faster. He's won a gold glove already. Um, the locks are flowing. I mean, not anymore because I'm the Yankees, but um, yeah. when he has his hair growing out, like Mookie's an all-time hitter. Like I get it, but if we're talking about For just sure. defense, not nah, fam. That's it's. I've witnessed it firsthand. I've witnessed it firsthand. The guy can close on a on a bloop to center field faster than anybody I've ever seen. I'll, gotcha. That's gonna pick off so many people, and I love it. <laughs> But it's not. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm not even going to get into that. Okay. What? What? It's not wrong. You're not wrong. I feel like you're really? not wrong. Yeah. No pushback. No pushback. Wow. We're we'll move along. Though. We'll absolutely move, we'll, we'll, eaten alive. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just. We'll keep going with a similar question. Better outfielder based on only hitting. So they both play the outfield, but whatever. Um, yeah. Bryce Harper or Aaron Judge? 
Drew, that question is so tough because of 2022. If 2022 didn't happen, this would know, be an easy answer. I'm going to – okay. So I'm going to give the edge to Aaron Judge. Okay. And here's why. Bryce Harper, I would describe – but we're going to get absolutely annihilated. <laughs> Bryce Harper, I would describe as a very streaky hitter. Yep. Now, you can make the same argument for Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. But the difference is Aaron Judge, he's got something about him where he, he seems like he can get on base more, like get hits more. Bryce Harper feels like it's a double home run or a strikeout. So for that reason, and for reasons I don't, I don't even, I don't even know, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm it's off the top of my head, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Give me uh give me Aaron judge by the skin of his teeth. Yeah. He was saying uh, during that whole 62 home run season that uh, he's, he's locked in every pitch cause he doesn't have too many pitches to, to uh, look at because everyone pitched away from him. So, yep. But, um, all righty. Moving on. Better shortstop, Carlos Correa or Francisco Lindor? Correa. Okay. I got Carlos Correa. I don't, I don't know what it is about Lindor, bro. I just, I can't get behind him. I just never can get behind him. He had that one year with the Indians slash Guardians where they went to the World Series. But Correa's that dude, man. Like, we bring up the cheating scandal. We bring up, you know, all the stuff that he was a part of. We forget that Carlos Correa is one of the best. Like, the Astros in general are some of the best postseason hitters of all time. Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, Carlos Correa. If we're just talking about October, I I need an argument why they should not be in the top 10. Those three. I'm serious. If we're listing 10 postseason hitters, it might be more recently because postseason baseball has been going on a long time, but Carlos Correa, like, and we're talking about overall, right? This is just offense and defense? Yeah. yeah. And he's a tall shortstop, man. Like, he's lanky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's easy for me. I, I can't get behind Frankie. I agree with you. Yeah. He's just, he's electric in the postseason. And, yes. Um, I knew that yeah, Twins well, thing wasn't going to work out, dude. It was, no. it was a wash. Where you th- um, I was, I want to say where do you think where do you think he's going? Oh, we'll get to that in just a second. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that in just a second. Alrighty. Well, that's all I got for you. Till next week. <sighs> Man, this for that. It's gonna be a fun segment. We're gonna yeah, ultimately like here's what's gonna end up happening, folks. This or that's gonna turn from this or that player, you know, better shortstop, better first baseman, to waffles or pancakes. <laughs> And Drew and I are just going to go ham. Drew, waffles or pancakes? Waffles, easily. <laughs> easily. easily. I don't think it's easy. I got waffles, but it's not I easy. I think it's easy. I don't know. Um, that's what that's going to turn into. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> but finally, let's talk about what everyone wants to talk about now that baseball is over. By the way, congrats to the Houston Astros. Uh, winning the 2022 World Series. Drew is elated. <laughs> that he finally got the monkey off his back. He can he can stop hitting the Astros because they finally won it all, right, Drew? Yep. <laughs> For now. He finally. I mean, all they had to do was win. Winning cures everything, right, Drew? Winning cures everything. <laughs> oh, he was the biggest. He was the biggest Phillies fan during that series. Um, yeah. Now we're gonna talk about what is next on the docket. Oh, the baseball season's over, AJ. What are you gonna talk about? Everything. I don't know, maybe one of the biggest off-seasons in MLB history. There are so many free agents, not enough places to put them. Someone's going to end up in the Mexican Baseball League with Addison (laughs) Russell. (laughs) That's what's going to happen, Drew. Oh, man, that's awesome. Um, I didn't even think – I'm hearing some of this for the first time, too. Um, So we're going to talk about winners and losers of the trade deadline. Um, We're predicting it. We're going to give a team – that we think will win, a team that we think will lose, and why the team that will win will be the Dodgers, because um, that seems to be the only logical answer nowadays. But let's see. Let, let's see where uh, Mr. Drew Zagrosi goes over there. Drew, who is winning when it's all said and done? So January, February, I mean, I don't know when these when these talks end, but 
who will win the trade deadline or not the trade deadline, but the off season, you know, winter, winter baseball meetings, basically who will win that when it's all said and done. So when you sent me the segment, the first team that popped in my head was the Mets. They already signed Edwin to this uh, big, whatever, $105 million deal, five years, and they need an outfielder. I mean, Steve Cohen's he's proved that he's, he wants to win after that huge season. I mean, yeah, the Mets are are the are, are the Mets going to get anybody else, Drew? Uh, probably. I mean, any, any anybody come to mind? Stop! Stop! <laughs> Stop! Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo. You said an outfielder, right? Joey Gallo. He's on the Joey market. Gallo is going to the Metropolitan Apple. Oh man! And I also did have the. Uh, the Dodgers is another team to win it, but um, I mean they seem to win it every year, so that's why I had to say them. Drew, I I hate, I hate winter baseball meetings. One, because I'm yeah. a Cardinals fan, and we do absolutely nothing. We signed a, and we we signed a Cleveland Guardians like minor leaguer. It's like a deal or something. And this thought just popped in my head, like, what if that's all that we do? <laughs> yeah. Like, how much this podcast would just be, like, my room would be on fire probably while we're recording. <laughs> like, it just that, that thought just occurred to me just because of our history. Now, that's not going to be all that we, that we do. But, I mean, good golly. Might as well be over the past couple of years. Um, love you, Nolan. N- love you, Renato. Um, so, <laughs> who will win the trade deadline? Dude, like, I want to say the Dodgers. Yeah. I really do. But I can't. And you know why? Because the San Diego Padres are coming. Okay. And they, I think, are going to sign Juan Soto. Mm -hmm. They're going to sign Josh Hader. Right? All these trade deadline things that happened. They're going to have to get rid of some pieces. Right? I think Will Myers will be gone. Jerkson Profar might be dealt. Um, even Hassan Kim, because you got Tatis coming back, you can use Hassan Kim's ability for a trade package. But bro, you lock some of those guys up, and even a Brandon Drury, you sign him to a short deal. Like the Padres made the NLCS this year without Fernando Tatis Jr. Think about that for a second. Manny Machado, Juan Soto, and Tatis have never played on the same team together, and they're going to get at least a hundred games of all three of those guys. So. I might have been a year late. I picked the Padres to win the West this past year. Obviously, it didn't mm-hmm. work out because the Dodgers went absolute bonkers. But I got the Padres. I'm, I'm calling my shot right now. I got the Padres winning the 2023 NL West because of what they're going to do this off this uh, this offseason. So I got them winning the trade deadline. So now, imagine if imagine if Juan Soto says no, I'm not coming back. Just imagine. Why? All the but pro- why would he? He made the NLCS. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Just. Giving up all those prospects, I mean. Oh yeah, dude. That would hurt. That oh, would it'd be awful. It'd be awful, yeah. dude. It would be yeah. It'd be a dark time in San Diego. Yeah. Which they're used to. I mean, uh, not gonna lie. Um, someone's gonna really mess up. Mm-hmm. Someone's really gonna and so help me if you say the St. Louis Cardinals, but um, Drew, someone's gonna lose this uh, these winter baseball meetings, yep. and they're not gonna do anything. They're gonna trade away to peace. If we're if we were talking in September, I'd say the Milwaukee Brewers, right? Yeah. Um, but right now, as we look forward to twenty twenty three, who is losing this offseason? Well, I mean, in all honesty, you could go back in any of our collapse segments and pick one of those teams, which I'm gonna <laughs> do. Um, the Angels. So they t- they keep give, give us a lowdown. Low down. Yeah. What's so they happen? they just they just gave Otani that one year deal. And they came out and said, the whoever came out and said that we're not trading him. So you would think that they're going to get someone else. Maybe a few pieces, right? Maybe. We'll have to see. But I'm doubting it. So I don't that's know, why they're, they're going to lose. They're, I, I know they're going to. It's, it's, it's gotten to the it's point every where. Year, yeah. I would say it's gotten to the point where when you talk about the Angels losing something, you don't really even need a reason why. Like people yeah. just understand what you're talking about. 
<laughs> like, yeah, that's that's the uh, that's the point that we've gotten to with the Los Angeles Angels. But, um, Drew, the you thought the AL Central was bad this past year. It's about to get worse. And I'm not talking about the Royals. I'm not talking about the Twins. I'm not talking about like the bottom half of the division. I'm talking about teams that. Drew, we were talking about this team as a potential World Series contender uh, at the end of the 2021. Uh, sorry, at the end of the yeah, at the end of the 2021 postseason when they almost beat the Astros in the playoffs. Bro, the White Sox are gonna poop their pants. Like straight up, dude. Like I think it's gonna be as bad as like, because I mean you just let Tony Larusa walk. Tim Anderson was hurt the last half of the year. You were in the thick of the division and basically just said, ah, we're not interested. Like, basically lost games. You had team meetings where it was like, hoorah, rah, hoorah, rah, we're going to do this. And then basically disbanded within a week. Um, Drew, I think it's going to be bad. I, th- I think I think yeah. the White Sox, like, in some crazy, like, three-team trade are going to, like, deal away Tim Anderson. And are going to wake up the next morning like, what do we do? What what, what have we done? Um, They're just, they're a mess. They're an absolute mm-hmm. mess. And Drew, this is a team that went into the 2021 postseason and pushed the Astros. Like, you remember Chicago, Southside Chicago? That one game where, like, they had the lights flickering and everything, and the Astros were, like, on the brink of just losing everything? Yeah. Where where, where did that team go? <laughs> like, they're nowhere to be seen. Um, and the AL Central is already bad. So when the White Sox are bad, Cleveland Guardians are the only hope for that division's relevance. Um, or we're just going to lose hope in a... And everything. Um, so, yeah the the White Sox are gonna. I uh, the White Sox are a team. I feel like that we're just at that peak. They were just reaching like you know they World yep. Series. It could be there, and then it's just going going back down. Yep. I mean, they so, got some um, names too. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Is they're gonna feel, like I feel like they're gonna get like two eyes too big for their stomach, and they're like, oh, we got all these big names. Let's deal them. And they're gonna get like nothing in return, bro. Do you have a? We didn't really talk about this. Do you have a team in mind that could be like either on either side of the trade deadline, winning or losing? Like, like you flip a coin kind of thing. Yeah, because for me, my team, the Yankees. I mean, we've seen it before, so yeah. Well, I won't get into it, but I mean, just a team on the top of my I, head. The I'd Yankees. like to flip a coin for the Cardinals, but bro, I think I think we're we're sick and tired of it. I really yeah. am. I, I think that we're gonna we're gonna mess some people up with what we do. Like, I hope, um, I saw somebody, I follow like a Cardinals page on Facebook and I saw somebody like as a pirates fan or something, uh, or it was a Twitter threat. And the pirates fan was like, we had like known or now opted in to the rest of his deal. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, why? Like, why? Why? Exactly. Like he didn't, like he didn't even have like no. any roasting. Like he just like, why, why did he, cause that's what it's going to be for the next five, 10 years. He knows. Um, he knows that it's uh, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be a bright future there. No, but sure. in terms of flipping a coin, I think I don't know, bro. Like I look at a team like the Phillies. Yeah. Just came off a, a high of the World Series. Um a lot of market value and a lot of their names. Um I could see the Braves. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying the Braves are gonna fall off. Don't don't hear don't like the Braves could lose, like be the biggest loser from this and still be fine, if that makes sense. Because they have yeah. so many guys locked up. But like Dansby's a free agent. Um yep. like that that could that could do something um to their franchise. So um I would lean more towards the Phillies as flipping a coin. Cause you just don't yeah. know, man. Like I, I told I, I I called this and I didn't think they were gonna well, I thought they were gonna lose, but I called this. I said, like, Philadelphia doesn't it doesn't know how to handle success. They really don't. And I think that yeah. this might, this might bite them, in the in the tail end. So, but any thoughts you got on the, uh, the 2022 World Series? I know you were probably just salivating watching the, the Astros win it all. No, um, I don't know. Just props to Philly for like being in there for most of it. I mean, that's that's really all I can say. Uh, keeping up with the Astros like that, but um, I everyone I feel like had a feeling that the uh, the Astros were taking all of that. Yeah. It's I, I think you're gonna hate me for this, but I think <laughs> that that was kind of cool to see. They had the 2017 cheating scandal, 
Everyone labeled them villains. Everyone labeled them, you know, the enemies of sports, blah, blah, blah. They shipped everybody off, brought in Dusty Baker for stability, and, you know, two years later, three years later, they won it all again. So I think that's cool because they've actually done it the right way this time. They've actually just shown how good they are, which is like the biggest what if. We talk about players. Biggest what if more so is like why did the Astros ever cheat? Because if this yeah. is how good they are, they don't cheat. Bro, they could be like the Golden State Warriors of sports. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Six straight the, LCSs, dude. Yeah, the, the last game I was, I was sort of rooting for Dusty and the Astros just so we could get that World Series win. I love Man. him. I'm but, so proud um, of you, bro. Nah, that was like the last game, though. The whole, the whole series, <laughs> the whole series. I'm like, all right, Philly has a chance. They're keeping up, but um, no. We didn't even talk about this. The combined no hitter in Game Five. Oh yeah. How about that, bro? The Phillies went from literally like turning like um, Citizens Bank Bark into a zoo. Yeah. To getting no hit, no hit in the World Series. You got there because you swung the bat, and you got no hit. That um that combined no hitter was led by Christian Javier and ended with uh, Ryan Presley. Yep. And the uh, same season, uh, that, whatever the season that just happened. Um, the last time that happened, uh, the Astros threw a combined no hitter against the Yankees on June twenty fifth, I believe, and yep. it was also led by Christian Javier and ended with Ryan Presley. So. That's stability, man. That's didn't really want to bring that up, but it's kind of cool, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah, man. In the World Series, though, that's that's super impressive. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. Props, props to the Astros. Um, we're officially at the end of the 2022 MLB season, but that does not mean we are going anywhere. We are continuing to roll out weekly content, daily content. If you follow us on TikTok and Instagram, um, so make sure to stay tuned to all of those things. Um, we'll continue rolling out these things. We got debates coming up soon. Drew and I have hinted at some of them, but we got some things to hash out. Just put a pin in it right there. We got some things to hash out. So make sure you like and subscribe. Follow us, the podcast as well. Um, we're on YouTube, of course, but there's also a podcast on Apple and Spotify and Anchor. Um, so make sure to like all of those things um, and leave us a review. That always helps us out as well. Enough housekeeping. I am Carlos Fanatic, AJ Caldwell. That is the Yankees Rider Die Guy, Drew Zagrosi. And we will see you guys next week after the winter baseball meetings. See you guys. Peace out.